the bank and uh, because statistics Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host, as always, the Mug, your co-host, the Pope, the Modler is with us as well. And of course, we take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor. But instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2023 AFL and NRL season. Let's speak. Welcome back to the program, to the Pope. Thanks for having me, Mug. Sorry, I'm slightly distracted, just trying to keep up with Statsman's movements. Tells us at six o'clock he's in. Then he tells he's coming halfway through. Now he's out. Now he's producing the show via WhatsApp. So just trying to keep up with uh, his movements here. It's, it's hard working with talent. It's a little bit like Nick Natanui. Like he plays occasionally. He's laid out. He's in. He's out. It's hard to know where it stands, really. I, I was listening, I might have been on crunch time and um, I don't know if it was Dermot or or maybe it was one of the other boys relaying a story about Gary Ablett and um, and I was talking about how he was sitting up in the stand eating a pie. He wasn't going to play, but then he just decided, no, it was, it was actually Pickers. It was, it was Pickering on uh, on the on the show on Saturday mornings with Hutchie and he was talking about that Gaz just decided that he wanted to play. And so he just walked down 10 minutes before the start of the game and said, coach, I think I'm right to go here. And so they just put him in just like that and kicked one bloke out and said, there you go. That's, that's, that's man. He just, he just calls the shots. The difference is Gary probably kicked 10 that day. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Big welcome back to the program to the modeler. Guys, good to be back off a, uh, off a short spell. I, I enjoyed listening to the show last week in my commute on Wednesday morning. I thought, um, Thought when the Pope had some technical difficulties, uh, you might have had to get on the surf box again, Mug, and give us a bit of uh, bit of editorial again. But uh, it wasn't to be. No. But uh, good to be back anyway. Good, mate. Good to have you back. No editorials uh, since my uh, effort a couple of weeks ago. Uh, maybe we'll bring it back for a, a special episode, uh, boys. You never, never know. Um, but uh, Pope, what was happening over in the rugby league on the weekend? Well. Close comp, Mug. A lot of big favourites either got beaten or mm. got run very close. So hard to keep up with the form line. Um, fancy teams, Roosters, Penrith and Storm all got beaten or only got over late. So really, really good comp. Continues week in, week out to be enthralling. So um, obviously the best code in the country right now. Yeah, very, very good, mate. And uh, Modler, you had a bit of a freshen up. But did you manage to consume much uh, in your little sabbatical? I did. I, I actually caught the uh, the Knights game. Uh, I saw on Sarah up. It might be worth tuning in. And, of course, Murphy's Law uh, kicked in. But, um, yeah, might, I think we'll talk about, about it in uh, Bad Beats. But I might throw a bit of shade to, uh, to Luai's barber for not giving him a short back and sides and, and costing the Knights a penalty, which, uh, which Penrith ended up. Bit of controversy. Uh, scoring off that, that set, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, boys, in the AFL, we had the the gather round, uh, which everyone's uh, pretty excited about. I, they, was, they were talking about, I, I think the media uh, have forgotten that they actually played a, a round of football and were just a bit excited about a, a boys' trip away, to be honest. I think that's <laughs> that, that's what they were most excited about because I, I watched a fair bit of footy of gather round. And, uh, to be honest, I didn't see too much footy that was uh, – that was absolutely amazing. Uh, in fact, I watched a couple of shocking games. Um, but um, anyway, everyone loved it. It was uh, it was really good. They think I don't know. It felt a bit hollow uh, being over here in Melbourne and not having any footy in Melbourne for the weekend. But um, 
anyway, maybe I'm against the grain a little bit there. How was the uh, spectacle out at Norwood and in the Adelaide Hills, month? The one on the Saturday, uh, I've got to get my days right here. What they were Saturday, Brisbane and North was fairly free flowing. Um, but that game for Giants Hawks, which was the one game that I was going over on for the whole round and it decided to go under, um, was pretty stinky, actually. I, I don't know if that there was a bit of a slight crosswind, a southwesterly going across the ground, and I think it might have affected things. And, um, you know, it's a real uh, tight, skinny ground as well. So, I don't know if that's an ideal ground for AFL football, to be honest. Um, up in the Adelaide Hills, the footy seemed okay, but um, yeah, I don't know. It looked like you're just in the middle of nowhere in that ground, to be honest. Like it, it didn't look great, I don't think, on on the TV screen, but that was just my my take, Pope. Well, as you say, everyone seemed to enjoy it. it was over there. I didn't realise Adelaide was such a thriving metropolis of a city until this week, mate. <laughs> it is when 100,000 people from Victoria go there. That's, uh, that makes it a bit more exciting. Uh, but, um, yeah, I've spent a bit of time in Adelaide and it's uh, not a place I'll be racing back to uh, anytime soon. Um, boys, we better go back and have – and hello to all of our Adelaide and South Australian listeners, of course. Um, you know, it's, I'm sure it's a great place – for you people. Um, but uh, Pope, we better go back and have some betting review. Yes. Uh, got brought back to earth. First game that I lo- really liked for the round. Mm. Mugged in Cronulla v. Roosters. Was strong the Roosters, strong the Overs. And the Overs especially never looked like it. So went 0 for 2 in that game. Like Manly, head to head, we were very, very good against the Storm at home on Friday night. They won that 18-8. Saturday, or like the Knights, um, which is a bit of a common theme on this show, like the Knights, and they again saluted the plus anyway. Very unlucky not to win outright. And then Sunday, said on the podcast last week, dogs plus seven and a half. I liked, had some injuries midweek, which didn't age well on that tip on the podcast, and that came to fruition in Parramatta one easily. So two from five for me. Yep. Okay. All right. Thanks, Pope. And uh, geez, what were the Knights? They were like running like a 550, 570 shot. Yeah. That yeah. Jump, jump seven and a half. Yeah. They were, they were up at six bucks. Six bucks. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, um, so almost a a big head to head there. Um, Just missed out, unfortunately. Um, For myself, Pope, uh, in terms of uh, head to head or Line action, game game action. Um, quite liked Adelaide. Um, I wasn't overly enamoured with the changed price, but still fancied uh, Adelaide. So uh, hopefully if the punters were jumping on something, they were jumping on that. Um, quite liked uh, Swans. Uh, again, I wasn't overly um, happy with the 11 and a half as it was then because I'd taken some earlier, but was still happy, you know, if people wanted to get on head to head. Liked Port. Um, but you know, again, I probably wasn't overly excited about it in the weather, um, but uh, that managed to cover just. Um, I set a market watch on the Giants, and that price did come down a little bit. And I took the Giants in the end, Pope, but um, we didn't get that result. Oh, sorry, I, I missed out on the Suns. So Suns should have covered. Like I was a bit disappointed with that. Like they, they really should have. Well, they should have won, I thought, and ended up losing to Fremantle by 10 points. I, I was on them at eight and a half, so that was a little bit disappointing. And uh, the last one of the round, um, Pies St. Kilda. St. Kilda really come home with a rush late to get that backdoor cover. So, you know, we'll, we'll absolutely take that. So out of that little set, Pope, I was four and six. But what hurt me and potentially the punters, Pope, was just the unders. The, um, 
we were we were out at the first hurdle really, and uh, well, and the second hurdle if you're on a uh, fourfold or something like that out of the five games. Yeah, we we didn't really get a look in, and they went over easily a lot of those games. So rain didn't come on the Friday, and um, and we probably uh, that that rain didn't set in early enough on the Saturday to disrupt a couple of those earlier games either. Um, it was torrential on the Saturday night game. So that one uh, went under, but, um, but yeah, disappointing result for, for the unders Pope. A little bit, you're a bit unlucky on a Tuesday night having to predict weather mugs. So I think there's a slight caveat there. Well, they it did. They did say ten to twenty mils on the Friday, and that rain really never came. Um, so, I think they downgraded that forecast to ten to twenty, and then you know right up until about I think seven o'clock, seven eight o'clock, they still hadn't had anything. So it was, uh, yeah, whether you know unlucky or not, that's uh, that's the way it goes. That it does. Um, all right, boys. Um, did we have any bad beats? Yeah, we did. Uh, we've touched on it, uh, at least alluded to it a couple of times already, Margaret. Knights head-to-head. Uh, six bucks they were, and they were right in that game. They actually scored three tries to two. A couple of unusual decisions went against them, and they kicked a field goal in the 77th minute to lead by a point. And more often than not, you win from that. So at the big price, considering you've scored three tries to two against the two-time defending Premier, that's a bad beat for mine. Yeah, now I'll give you that one, Pope. Uh, Modler, did you see anything yourself? Uh, nothing that's personally uh, affected me, but I think, yeah, Statsman sent one through on the group chat around, um, actually, well, it, it benefited him, but he took the dogs at 14 and a half at a uh, juice price. But if you, yeah, if you happen to have copped 13 and a half, you, you would have been on uh, on the wrong side there. So, yeah, it, it, uh, it typed that line, but yeah. Um, yeah, potentially a bad beat there on the uh, on the doggies. Yeah, do- doggies look likely uh, throughout that last quarter, and then Port just managed to overhaul them uh, in the end. And um, look, I think you know going on that theme of overhauling something that um, Pies St Kilda line. If you are on the Pies minus at you know at the jump, especially you know that sort of nine and a half um, type line. I think they're about 23 points up with about three minutes to go, and you're just thinking, yes, you know, I can't lose from here. And um, in the last you know, in, in a two and a half minute stretch, you know, from like the 29 minute mark to the 32 minute mark, they kicked three goals and, and almost kicked the fourth to win the game. Like you would have just been absolutely just spitting chips. If you're a pies linebacker there, um, you know, if you're head to head, you would have been very, very nervous as well. So um, that's definitely a bad beat for the pies back. Of course we were on the saints. So we were pretty happy uh, with that one. Um we had um, Easy Money. He, he didn't tweet this in, but I couldn't help but uh, n- but notice that one. Easy Money AFL, and he he, he runs his own uh, tipping service as well, and does a pretty good job by all reports. Um, he had a Sava for uh, fifteen disposals, fourteen disposals to half time at the price I might add. I think he's tipping that up at about eight bucks or nine bucks, and uh, didn't get a statistic for the whole second half. That's uh, that's stiff. That's uh, that's that's bad beat, Pope. That's uh, that's no good. So, uh, yeah, we can chuck that one in there. And Todd uh, Luckhurst, um, who's a, uh, a turf man, I don't know if that means he's horses or golf or whatever, but this is a golf one. He's on Jordan Spieth at $21. Um, two shots up with five uh, holes to play. Um, manages to stuff that up, and maybe that's not so bad. Um, you know, I guess that can happen in golf. You're two up, you, you end up square by the time you finish the round. 
Um, but then he has um, the first two playoff lips out on both the first two playoff, uh, playoff holes and then gets done on the third by uh, Fitzpatrick. So he was feeling a little bit stiff. So I don't know, bad beat, Pope? or Third time I've heard that and still mentally getting my head around that outcome. But um... Is that a bad beat or is that just, uh, it's just a good bet lost? I think maybe cost it on business on golf. <laughs> but we're trying to get engagement, so I don't want to be too critical, Mug. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, bad luck to bad luck to Todd anyway. He missed out on a $21 winner there. So uh, that was uh, a bit stiff. Um, all right, boys. Are we ready to talk some games? We most certainly are, Mug. We most certainly are. And we head over to the West Friday we, night. We certainly do, Pope. And uh, and I'll better just throw it out there because I think uh, we've left it off the, the roster for the last couple of weeks. But um, Top Sport are our sponsor, Pope. They are an Australian bookmaker, been in the Cape Up for 30 plus years. Um, they look after us. They look after the punters. Um, they're one of the good guys. So, uh, so support them. They support us. A great Australian uh, business. Um, Go to Top Sport. Um, Pope, what do we got first up? Uh, at topsport.com.au, Mark, Freo, uh, Freeman of Dockers are $1.77 head-to-head at home against the Western Bulldogs, $2.03. The line is a skinny two and a half. I got a sneak. I, I try not to look at the prices, Pope, for the next round until I've done my numbers, which can be difficult sometimes because, you know, you're looking at, this week's numbers and sometimes you just see a little flash of next week's number. And I, I, I try and turn a blind eye to all of that, to be honest, because I, I like to just, when I do my own lines on a Sunday night, keep a fresh mind about what my price is before I get biased by what the bookies have put up, but I couldn't help it. I, I saw, I saw this price um, before I did my numbers and I thought, Oh yes, it's an even money game. And um and I really hope that my number, I, I, I just had a sense that my numbers were going to spit out Bulldogs and I was going to be really happy to bet the Bulldogs. When I actually did my numbers, that wasn't the case. I actually had, before Swickowski out, uh, I had Freo an eight and a half point five. I actually quite rate Swickowski, so I'll give him probably a couple of points. I'm around about that goal start for Freo. I think it's around about two, did we say, Pope? One and a half, two? Two and a half, yeah. I... Don't have a lot of faith. So my number probably should, says that I should be betting here, Pope, but um, I don't have a lot of faith in the Frio form. I think the dogs form, as much as I like to pot them, um, you know, they had a good win against Richmond. They probably should have beat power, you know, or, or they ran power pretty close to the edge. So I think the doggies form is actually not too bad in the last couple of weeks. I think the Frio form is pretty bad. So my number says Frio, but I think I'm just going to sit it out, Pope. Lovely. Thank you, Mug. Welcome back, Modler. What are you seeing in this game? Yeah, I'm going to uh, align with Pope's, uh, with Pope's, with the Mug's expectations. Um, so the model is going for uh, the Bulldogs here slightly. It's got them slight favourites at $1.94. So obviously taking Switkowski out. Um, there's a chance that five comes in. I've left him out. Um, so if, yeah, if it looks like he might come in, then it wouldn't be a bet for me. But given that he's uh, not in at the moment. Uh, I'm happy to have that as a, as a half statement, I'd say. Um, but if you're worried that five might come in, maybe wait till Thursday to, to shore that up. I reckon if we crunch the numbers, more than these situations where you've got the other team favourite compared to the team that the market does, uh, you'd be coming out well well over the expected margin on that. So 
I think one for the listeners there, maybe. Uh, Mug, we go over back to Adelaide on Saturday afternoon and Port Adelaide, uh, 45 and a half point favourites and $1.06 against the Eagles, who are $9 head to head. Harvey Norman here, Pope. Absolutely no interest in this one at all. My number's at 47. And I think we saw on the weekend just how uh, fragile these big lines could be. Geelong uh, up against the West Coast by 64 points at half time and find a way not to cover a 50 point line. Um, so at the end of the game. So, you know, these really big numbers, as you, as you boys both know, you know, you can get up by that margin. You start playing a bit of Hollywood football. You start resting guys. You start thinking about next week. And all of a sudden, Eagles have scored some junk time. And I, I just think there's just so many things that can go wrong in those those big numbers. So I just try and stay away from them, Pope. So if anything, could only be on the plus. But yeah, just don't just don't want any interest in it. Yeah, they, they are tricky. Mother, what are you seeing here? Yeah, no, uh, no bet for me here either. I've got caught right on the market um uh, terms of prices anyway at a dollar oh six um so yeah no bet for me um so, yeah similar sentiment to, to mug uh i don't like typically playing the minus at the big lines it's just a bit bit um yeah you, you never know what's going to happen at the end of those games so yeah i'll, I'll just leave that one alone lovely uh we'll let you kick this the third game of the round off here Modler, the Giants are hosting the Brisbane Lions and they are 20 and a half point underdogs, $3.50. Brisbane Lions, $1.30 in Canberra on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, again, not going to have a play in this one. Um, Tom Green's out, uh, suspended, and I've got Perryman back in. Um, and I think Gunston's coming in for the Lions. But um, yeah, as it stands, I'm not looking like having a bet on either side of this one. Um, so yeah, letting this one alone. We've struggled to find anything so far, Mug. Can you find a bet in this game? No, I can't, Pope. I'm sorry. Um, as as Modler says, Gunston coming in and um, and Tom Green going out, who's actually probably been the most powerful uh, midfielder for Giants this year. And um, so I think he's he's got to be probably two, two, two and a half, three rated player. Gunston coming back in. Maybe one, you know, he's not, he's probably not the player that he was, but it's still a very good player. Um, so, mate, I'm pretty much on the market here. Nothing for me. Fair enough. Uh, we'll stick with you here, Mug. And uh, intriguing game down Geelong on Saturday evening. The Cats are 12 and a half point favourites against the Sydney Swans, $1.50. Sydney, $2.60 head to head. A couple of moving parts. So Stanley and Stengel uh, will go out of that one and um, McCartney will come back in, but Swans lose Amati. And um, and Swans now are starting to look pretty thin uh, up forward. Um, I was pretty close to market, Pope. Um, geez, I, if, if anything, I'd probably be on the Swans at the line. I, I think the Swans are going pretty well. But I think, as I've explained on this podcast many, many times before, I've been burnt backing against the Cats uh, so many times uh, down at GMHBA Stadium. This is their first game back in front of their home fans, unfurling the premiership uh, flag. Um, I just, I, I just, if anything, Pope, I'm with the Swans, but no pulling of trigger. I'm a, I'm a bit gun shy. Just a refresher, what's the home ground advantage worth down there against the interstate team? Yeah, I, I, I've always sort of put it at about 12 for an inter- interstate team. It's probably not 
maybe not as heavy against Sydney because they don't have to come as far as like a West Coast or a Brisbane or, or, or something like that. But in saying that, the Swans don't get down there too often. So, you know, they, they, don't, they, don't see the, uh, they don't see the skinny ground down there too often. But as I've also said on this podcast, Pope, that 12 over the years just has not been enough. You know, so it's probably more around the 15, you know, which probably makes it the biggest home. Like that's, you know, I'm not attributing any more bigger home ground advantage than that anywhere. Like even, you know, Brisbane versus West Coast in West Coast. Like I'm usually at about 12s for that. Uh, Hawthorne uh, in the past down at UTAS against a Western Australian team would be something like that as well. Um, But yeah, it's it's just it's an unbelievable advantage they have down there um now they've been a good team as well so that obviously amplifies it um but um but yeah it's a big number pope yeah it probably doesn't get the public recognition it deserves i think everyone's aware there's an advantage but not maybe to that extent uh modler how are you seeing this one yeah i'm going to uh, go with the home ground advantage here and and uh tip up the cats so the model's got them a dollar 37 so Decent play into the dollar fifty there. I'd probably be happy enough to, to take on the minus there, uh, twelve and a half. Um, yeah, and on that home ground advantage, I know a few a few uh, AFL types on Twitter. I think Rory Kilpatrick for one. He he really rates the uh, you know the Cadinia home ground advantage for the Cats. So it's yeah, it's it's um, something that's hard to quantify, I guess. But um, yeah, I think a, a few kind of respected types seem to think there is a, a decent decent edge down there. Yeah, and I'm probably I'm probably just a little bit put off by the fact that the cats probably just aren't going that well at the moment, Pope. Like if they're really, if we'd seen enough exposed form against good teams, um, I'd probably I'd be all into them. But I, I probably just sort of we haven't really seen it yet against a good team. Um, so you know, let's have a look and see what happens this weekend. Yep, pretty sage advice, Mug. Uh, we're getting around the country this weekend. Uh, we head to Tasmania on Sunday afternoon and the Hawks, the 22 and a half point underdogs against the hot Adelaide Crows who are doll 30 head to head mug. Yeah. I don't know what it is with these, the, the Hawks uh, ones, but I just, I just cannot get near the market when it comes to a Hawks game. Like I, I'm just way below that number, um, which means, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to have to pull the trigger on the Hawks, but I don't think I've successfully backed the Hawks all year. Um, so you know, when I'm against them, they cover. When I'm with them, they 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 miss. But um, uh, market watch, Pope. Let's just see see what happens. Um, see where that if it gets crazy. You know, if that number gets silly. You know, if there there could be a, you know, Kingy's talking up Adelaide uh, as being the next coming of uh, the uh, Hawks of the mid uh, teens and uh, the Richmonds of of the late teens. Um, so. Maybe the public gets behind Adelaide and bets it right up. Uh, if that case, we'll have no choice to back the Hawks. But, um, yeah, just just wait and see, Pope. Yep, I can see the trepidation in your voice there a little bit, Mug. Uh, Modler, how are you seeing this game? Yeah, going to sit on the fence with this one. I've got uh, the Hawks at 390 and Adelaide at $1.35, so no one here having a, a play on either team at this stage. Thank you. Uh, we eventually get back to Melbourne for the first time in a while on Sunday afternoon, Modler, and a good clash at Marvel. The Blues, Carlton, uh, $1.80. The Hot Saints at $2 head-to-head. It's a one-and-a-half the line. How are you seeing this one? Yeah, I'm a bit surprised with this one. I thought um, before I ran the model that it might lump for the Saints, but it's actually 
uh, going for Carlton here. And that's I've plugged in Steele and Memory for uh, the Saints. And there's a whisper that Billings might come back in as well. Um, as it stands, yeah, it's, it's got Carlton just short of dollar sixty, so a decent edge oh. at that dollar eighty. Um, and definitely happy to get involved. Yeah, that surprises me a little bit. Uh, Mark, how are you seeing this game? Absolutely opposed uh, to the modeler here and opposed strongly, Pope. So um, this one opened up at six and a half. There were some available. Um, you know, we had our monologue a couple of weeks ago. Tab had no interest in allowing me to bet that price on Sunday. Um, so, <laughs> so wasn't able to, to get on there and they, they swiftly moved it to four and a half. So thanks guys for that. Um, as that you can't even get can't even get a dime down pope can't even get a shell uh down before they move the market two points like give us a spell um and um but four and a half five and a half i think there's some three and a half out there um i couldn't have enough of it pope i've got the saints here marked favorite um yeah i feel good about this game i was so impressed with the saints on sunday that heat pressure and intensity that they brought to the pies. Um, you know, they didn't get the chocolates and they look like they're going to lose by four goals. But regardless of that, I was still, I was like, Oh my God. Yes. This is so good. I am backing these guys next week. They will destroy Carl. I, I just think that Carlton will not handle what the saints throw at them and uh, they will wilt under this pressure. On top of that, they're going to potentially miss Pitnet. And uh, are we losing Saad Modler? There's a, there's a chance he's out. They're not, they're not uh, confirmed that yeah, and then they're talking maybe um, maybe Martin comes back in, um, but you know he hasn't had a lot of work under. I, I do rate Martin. I think he's a good player, but um, he hasn't had a lot of work under his belt, so it'd probably be tough for him to come in and, and have an impact. I uh, really like this one, Pope. I've, I've taken some forty plus, and um, and yeah, I, I, I think I think the Saints get it done. We have diametrically opposed. The modeler and mug in this one. I know, which I was hoping that I was really hoping the modeler might line up on that one. That would give me a bit more confidence. Uh, someone was, uh, I was having a bit of byplay with someone on Twitter the other day and I was saying, you know, the modeler, you know, he's been understated, but the man's a genius. So it always, I always feel a lot better when I'm with him as opposed to against him. That's for sure. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I feel good about this one, Pope. Like it, Mark. Uh, we go to the Gold Coast. Let's uh, double check this. That Suns are twenty-two and a half point favourites. Still twenty-seven uh, against the Kangas. Three seventy. How are you seeing it? Well, I was seeing it pretty well on Sunday, Pope, when I tipped this one up to our email subscribers at thirteen and a half uh, because um, that opened at thirteen and a half. Quickly went to fourteen. Quickly went to fifteen. And. Uh, we were smashing it and uh, it's found its way up to 22. I think it goes even further if Witsy uh, comes in and um, yeah, uh, Simpkin out is the big one here, Pope. They lose um, a young boy by the name of uh, Jai Simpkin, who's an important player for them in their midfield. And um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not, I don't, I, I, I don't have the same confidence in the Gold Coast that are doing the Cats Um at that line that I mentioned before. Um, and look, I'm pretty close, to the, pretty close to the market now. So I wouldn't be saying rushing in um, to the coast now, but uh, at that earlier number, I really, really uh, thought that that was a good number. Um, and I guess, you know, Pope, I, I send out the email on a Sunday night to a few of the guys that have subscribed for the year and it's 69 bucks, 69 bucks to subscribe to my email for the year. I've sent two out, um, uh, last week, which was um, 
St Kilda and uh, at 17 and a half and we sent out or I sent out Port at 10 and a half and we had almost you know close to 10 points movement in the St Kilda game and we had five points movement in the Port game this week I've sent out um, you know 14 and a half have gone to 22 already uh, in the Gold Coast game and um, I sent out you know five and a half six and a half in the Carlton game and I and I and I do think that Saints will start uh, favorite in this game too so you know, 69 bucks. If you're interested, just, just message in. I, I just send out, you know, I think if that's an edge that I have Pope in this caper, it's been able to identify a line that is going to move uh, early in the week. And that's probably where I target most of my, my betting is trying to get as much money down on those early lines as I can. Uh, and it gives you options later in the week, depending on where that line ends up. So yeah, if you want to, if you want, if you're interested in it, just um, message me on, on Twitter and we'll, we'll hook you up. Yeah, very good. As um, we mocked probably the Sunday night tweets in previous years, Mug, but they were often very much on the money as well there. Very high success rate, that which is obviously what the email is this year for subscribers. Um, Mother, how are you seeing this game? Yeah, no play for me again in this one. Yeah, with we'd seen I make uh, Gold Coast the dollar thirty-one, so no play at the dollar twenty-seven for me at the moment. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll leave that one for now. We'll move on to Anzac Day Eve. Mother, Demons, Tigers in the traditional clash and Melbourne at 21 half point favourites, $1.33. And the struggling Tigers are $3.20. Yeah, there must have been a bit of uh, movement this afternoon. So I, uh, I think it was $3.30 earlier on. And at the time, that would have been enough for a half stake for me. $3.20. Uh, I've, got, I've got the market at $3.15. There's a bit of player movement for the D. So Spar goes out. Lever and Brown look like coming in. Um, I've left Gorn out. Uh, if there's a chance he comes in, then it's definitely not a bet uh, for the Tigers for me. If you can get sort of 3.30 or above, then probably enough for a, for a half stake at the moment. But um, probably some maxi watch on that one for me. Great. Thank you, Mother. Mug, yeah, you seen this one. Yeah, my numbers, um, I, I, I can't get my number anywhere near that number, uh, Pope, uh, to be fair. But... Um, in saying that, like, you know, Melbourne, it's going to be, I, I, this This is probably the most in, interesting game of the round for me in terms of where both of these sides are at. Tigers really need to win. It. Like, they need to sort of, you know, pull the finger out a little bit here, the Tigers. So I'll be interested to see how they attack the game. Um, and at the same time, Melbourne come off that pretty bad loss. And, you know... I I think Modler just mentioned there, you know, Lever, who's super important to them. Maxi Gorn, you know, maybe the most valuable player in the league. They get him back, um, you know, so they get some really decent cattle back, uh, Melbourne. So, look, my number's not as big as what it is. So I'm, 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 I'm be finding it pretty hard uh, to come into the D's. Um, but can I, can I be with the Tigers? Yeah, I, I don't think I can be, but I'm really interested in the game. Yeah, it should be intriguing clash on paper, isn't it? That that game. Yeah, and look, I, I think I think Pope, if I'm if I'm going to find my way into a bet here, I probably go something like the D's forty plus. You know, I think this might be one of those ones where it's just a bit of a um, a roll. You know, if you're going to have a roll of the dice, like I think the Tigers. You know, if they're if they get down, uh, sort of in the third, you know, late in the third or or the fourth quarter, we've seen them drop their bundle a little bit 
um, and it might be a bit of a realization that it's over for them. And we've seen also Melbourne really put some stink on teams, you know, in bursts. Um, you know, they can they can really do that, Melbourne. So, um, yeah, that might be the play, Pope. So maybe maybe just a forty pluser uh, out on its own. Yep, makes a little bit of sense. Uh, final game of the five day round, Mug, and it's. The traditional Anzac Day game, Pies and Bombers. Pies are 15 half point favourites, $1.42, and the Bombers are $2.80 head to head. I was actually quite keen on the Pies here at the original number, but I wasn't aware of the Adams suspension. So that put me off my knitting a little bit, uh, Pope. And I don't know if that's, are we at the tribunal tonight, Mother, or we, is that getting sorted tonight, or have we got to wait till tomorrow night for that to? I think it's tonight. I think it might have been, uh, yeah, I don't think. Um... I don't think he got off. I'm reasonably sure he's he, he he's going to be out. Is he yeah. British? Is in uh, Merritt Loons? Uh, don't know if it's been updated yet on the uh, on the app. But um, yeah, I sort of got put off a little bit with Adams. If um if Adams plays, Merritt goes out and Degoe comes back in. That's that's huge player swing. Even just with Degoe and Merritt, you know, you you probably you're getting up around that eight point swing there. As far as I'm concerned, like Merritt's. Probably their most important player, Dugowie. You know, we probably saw that market go from thir- you know thirteen and a half into nine, even into eight and a half uh, for the Pies the other day. So they're pretty. The market's pretty much rating him as a four, five point player as well. So you got enormous swing there, and um, and I'm 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 sort of below that. You know, I'm I'm favouring the Pies already. So uh, before that movement, so. I'm only with the pies here, Pope. Um, I want to find out about Adams first. If Adams is in, I'll probably find myself on the pies. Yeah, it feels like there'll be a few moving parts with that game pretty much seven days away too, Mark. Uh, Modler, how are you seeing this at this early juncture? Yeah, so I've, I've uh, gone and taken Adams and Merritt out, uh, McStay out as well for the pies. I haven't actually plugged to go in. I didn't hear anything about him coming back in. But if, if he does come back in, then the model would rate the bombers around the 240 chance. So into the 280, uh, yeah, that would be enough for a bet for me. Um, and might not be the case now as, as it used to be in previous years, but Anzac Day seems to be a bit of a, a bit of a leveler, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it has been. It has been. That's true. Yeah. So uh, definitely, definitely keen to to be involved with the bombers uh, at the 280. And, and probably the only thing that's concerning me there a little bit, Pope, too, is it's just that Pies big man stocks. You know, they've lost Murphy down back and um, and they've lost McStay as well now. So they don't they didn't already have a recognised Ruckman and now and the, the, the two big boys for Essendon are going pretty well. So that's another consideration when you're thinking of backing the Pies here. Um, so I think I think just watch the market, see where it ends up. I probably prefer the Pies, but let's... Let's just see where it goes. No, not a, not a, not a strong, uh, not a strong feel. I'll just navigate through the uh, prolific amount of text messages that Statsman sent through to find his uh, intel for the weekend too, Mug. And he likes the dogs, uh, bet late on the dogs, he says, which lines up with the modeler. And he is in agreement with you in the final game of the round ends day Mug. Uh, he likes the pies there, so. A little bit of validation on both those two games for the listeners as well. Elsewhere, um, a few moving parts, isn't it, at this stage? Probably the only real standout is that both you two are very much opposed on the Carlton and Saints game. Yep. 
And did um did Statsman did he jot down any future stuff, Pope? Did he have anything there that, that you might want to talk through? Yeah, he has uh, Muggies north fifteen dollars for the Spoonie likes at current price, so that would still be there. I'd very much imagine no reason that that's going to probably move in the next couple of days. And yep. the D's six forty, which I'd imagine is a fair price. Yep. He is on the D's six forty and. Um, Interesting one. Dogs fifty-one dollars for the flag. He likes to, so he must he must rate them quite highly at the moment versus the market. Yep. Okay. All right. Good to uh, have that information. All right, boys. Well, that's uh, AFL chat. Not a lot of bets coming out of that one, but uh, hopefully we can find a little bit more for the listeners over in the NRL. Uh, so, Pope, let's switch over to that. We'll change gears. I'll get the Top Sport app, app up, and uh, let's start talking to those. Top Sport app looks pretty nice these days too. They've done, uh, as I mentioned in the first uh, uh, episode of the year, they've really done some work on that over the summer. Um, boys, this is a huge one. Thursday night, we go into, and no more AFL on the Thursday night. So we're uh, we're into the NRL on the Thursday night now. Souths hosting Penrith, uh, Acor Stadium. Head to head here, Pope two sixty five Souths uh, Penrith a dollar forty eight. The line is six and a half. Bit of juice, uh, Pope. Where do we go here? Really interesting match. This one, Mug. The number itself looks pretty big to me on paper, and that is mainly moved on the back here. Keon Kalmatangi being out for the Rabbitohs this week, but um, I found it hard to get a really great grasp on this this afternoon. I've landed. At South, like when numbers have South, and as we've touched on, you've got to back the data. Um, there is some trepidation there, but there's, there's a few things that point in that favour for me. Um, one being the venue at Accor. The three night games this year have been 25, 28, 29 points. So with that small amount of points, um, the plus six and a half occur to try find really attractive. Um, a couple of weeks ago too, they were thoroughly outplayed by Penrith, but only lost 16-10 about five weeks ago. So I think there's a couple of things there that make South pretty attractive. And I don't know Penrith are going as well as maybe colour school has indicated. So I like the plus here, plus six and a half. Modler, can we line up? Yeah, we can first up. Bob got uh, the Rabbitohs at 245. I think that might have even trimmed in a bit this afternoon. They were 270 earlier, now 265. But uh, yeah, still keen to get involved in that edge for me. Yeah, okay. Excellent, uh, boys. So um, so consensus betting in the first game there, we are on the Souths. Uh, so that, that's great uh, to get the listeners going uh, straight away. Uh, boys, next game, Friday night, it's um, only the st- – so the, the NRL have switched their um, fixture as well and just gone with the one game on the Friday night this week, boys. Is that um, is that the case? Yeah, two two on Anzac Day would be the reason for that. Oh, okay, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the one game on the Friday night, Parramatta Eels uh, 220 uh, against Brisbane Broncos. Importantly here, Pope, TIO Stadium in Darwin. And uh, we've got a 2.5 line here, Pope. So moving parts, talk to us. Yeah, I... I think first look at this on paper, you're just going to back the minus, aren't you? Like Broncos are flying, Parramatta have struggled up until their win last week. But I have this basically plus three in terms of ratings for starters, and then I give a bit of advantage to Parra playing in Darwin. Um, conditions aside, they've got a little bit of history at the venue. They play one or two games up there each year. And Brisbane, Brisbane haven't had to leave 
across the Queensland border for about seven weeks. So I think this is a bit of a downside of them travelling, Mark, um, which is which is one of the more remarkable bits of fixturing that they haven't had to leave Queensland since round one. So I like Para here. Um, I'd have the number a bit lower than two and a half, and I'd, I'd even be on a 13 plus here at a price. I think there's a little bit upside in terms of the overall unique factors that go into playing in Darwin um, that might assist Parramatta in this game. Yeah, okay. I'll come back to that in a sec, Pope. And Modler, can we line up? Yeah, we can somewhat. I've got Para at 210, so into the 220. It's probably uh, probably a half stake for me, but um, uh, yeah, lining up at least with the Pope on that one. Always having to line up. And, and so some of those factors are you talking about, Pope, is there a connection um, for Para to Darwin or like they've got Indigenous stars or what, what's what, what's the um, lineage between uh, Para and Darwin and why do you feel that there's a home sort of advantage there? Well, it's more a commercial arrangement for one and, and Darwin's uh, venue of choice, a little bit to without knowing the origins of Hawthorne playing Tasmania. So they've established a consistent theme up there or consistent connection. Um, it's more probably in this game, Brisbane, the lack of them playing in venues outside of Suncorp or yep. Queensland. And even though conditions, both climates are, are obviously tropical, the conditions are Darwin are very different while they are at Suncorp. So I think they've been so accustomed to what they know in Brisbane for six or seven weeks that this is going to be a real shock to them. And you've touched on an AFL mug that Darwin conditions are highly, highly unique. And, and yeah. I think that will, well, not will, but potentially catch Brisbane out in this game. Yeah, okay, awesome, Pope. And um, is there any points angle there, Pope? I know in the AFL, you know, you get those, you know, that northern conditions really high up, can be really humid, really sweaty, really slippery. Is there anything from a points perspective there for us? Yeah, I'd lean under this. I think the, yeah. the 42 and a half, um, I'd be on that side. The, the 13 plus tip for power probably is counterintuitive that a little bit. However, I think there's more upside in that. 42 and a half. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if that gets closer to 40 in the lead up to Friday. Yep. Okay. Excellent, Pope. Thank you so much for that insight, boys. So we're lining up again there as well. Uh, next game uh, to go to, boys, we've got, uh, I think on my sheet here, boys, we've got the All Queensland Clash, uh, the newer franchises on the block, uh, the Dolphins uh, taking on the Titans and uh and boys, what have we got here? We got a dollar seventy for the Dolphins. We got two ten the Titans and two and a half the line. Uh, Modler, let's get the new ball over to you. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, flip it up here. So I've got the Titans as favourites in this one. I've got them about a dollar eighty seven favourites. Um, so into the uh, was it two ten there at Toppy? Yeah, that's definitely a bet for me. Um, got oh, it's at, it's at Suncorp. So I guess the um, probably. If anyone's got home ground advantage there, it would be the Dolphins, but obviously not a big deal for the Titans to travel up the highway either. So, um, yeah, definitely, definitely happy on the Titans there. Happy to be on the Titans. The top sport Titans. Uh, Hope, can we line up? Yeah, we can. The home ground advantage was touched on. Minor advantage for Dolphins at Suncorp Mug. Both have players coming back. The big out for Dolphins is Kenny Bromwich. So that's pretty significant. Um, for them, they get Kafusi back, which negates that to some extent. But, um, yeah, I, I agree. I think two and a half is probably a little bit too generous for the Dolphins here. That, that they, um, I can't – I don't have them ahead of Titans on ratings, so I, I have this closer to pick. 
Yep. Okay. So we get a couple of points uh, favor in our way there. So there's another one. So three from three boys. We're going pretty well. Um, let's go to Tigers and Manly. Oh, let me get back to it here, boys. I've just lost my, uh, I've lost my spot. Uh, Tigers are hosting Manly down at, uh, at Campbelltown Stadium. Um, Pope Wests are three thirty-five here. Eagles a dollar thirty-three in enemy territory, and that line is sitting at nine and a half. Uh, Pope, where do we go here? I like the Tigers with a fair bit of trepidation. I think my facial expression was similar to yours with the Hawks about fifteen minutes ago, Mug. Um, Manly very impressive against Melbourne last week, but. They've done their best work at Brookvale this year. When they've had to get on the bus or get on the plane, they are a different team, different class opposition in this one, the Tigers. But I can't get this to nine and a half. So I am on the Tigers plus and probably a little bit of head-to-head as well. Okay, excellent. Modler, can we line up? Yeah, we can. And uh, wow. likewise, with great trepidation on, on the Tigers here, I rate them $3.00. Um, I think the, the model's probably not reacting quite well enough to how they've been traveling this year. I saw a stat, uh, there's a really good Twitter account, Rugby League Eye Test, and he had a stat where I think the Tigers have only been up for for three minutes or something this year. They kicked an early penalty goal in one of the games, and that was the only time all year they've actually been in front. So, um, uh, yeah, having said all that, uh, probably... Uh, might go with a half stake there at the 335. Um, I'm probably close to putting a line through the Tigers at least till they start turning it around but we'll give them another week anyway yeah righty okay so one more week the modeler says uh for the Tigers uh all right boys uh so we've got another one another lineup though so we're going pretty good four from four can we do it again in the last game it's our Melbourne Storm and uh they're playing 7 p.m on the uh Anzac uh day uh which is feels like a late start on Anzac Day before school the next day. Um, Melbourne Storm, very short, $1.25, taking on New Zealand Warriors, 4 bucks. who, you know, I think you've spoken about Pope have been pretty plucky uh, this year. 12 and a half the line. Um, I'm very interested to listen to this. Uh, Pope, take it away. Yeah, Melbourne will probably be putting out the best team on paper for the year, Mug. So that's an upside um, for Storm. However... Until you see it, you don't really know what that looks like when you um, put the combination together. So I think Warriors deserve a little bit more respect here than, than 12 and a half. They're five and two, been very impressive, and they've travelled quite well also. Um, I'm about 10 here, and I think that's at a push. So I, I think the plus 12 and a half's a bet here. And again, I think it's worth a little bit of a dabble at the head-to-head. The, um, the other one, the other part of this two... Here, Mark, and this is probably more general across the weekend. Is um, is sorry, the uh, got a little bit distracted there. Is on these big starts throughout the year, favourites only covered thirty three percent across the year. So there's a few. Yeah, right. Good stat. Yeah, you, you got to be a little bit picky about what that looks like because one or two might cover a weekend, but the numbers <laughs> on your side here at, at these big at these big starts when you're on the plus or on the underdog. Yeah, that's great intel for the listeners there, Pope. And, you know, as I think we know, a lot of our mates, you know, will just want to back uh, the favourite, right? They just want to back, you know, that, oh, they're favourite, they should win, you know, or they should cover, they're the favourite, you know, that 
but it sort of doesn't always work out that way, does it? And uh, what did you say there, Pope? What, what was the percentage again of how many have, have covered? 33. 33% of the minus has covered this year, did you say? Sorry, I've, du- I've double-figured minus. Double-figured. So 10, yeah, 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 yeah. 10 yeah. over, which this game is, and there's a couple more over the weekend. So yeah, That's inter- again, interesting. Stuff. Okay. Modler, where are we on this one? Yeah, um, the model's got the storm at $1.22 here. Um, I think I've mentioned it every week, but it's potted the Warriors and uh, pretty unsuccessfully. It's their, what are they, 5-2 at the moment. So uh, I wouldn't be rushing to get involved here, especially at the $1.25. Maybe I might have a sort of half play at the line. Um, but given that sort of blind spot the model seems to have for the Warriors at the moment, um, yeah, I'm not terribly excited about this one. Okay, so is that a sit-out modeler on that one? Um, I might just go the half stack on the on the line. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, all right, boys, and that was uh, on the storm. Did you say modeler? Yes. That's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So on the storm. So I mean, you know, you haven't gone the other way. You're not opposed, I guess. So um, you know, we've pretty much got five lineups there, um, which is uh, really, really solid. You know, I think the the punters at home should be taking note of that. You know, when when Pope and the model line up, that usually means good things. So. Uh, so, um, yeah, take note, punters. Um, all right, boys. Well, uh, I think that's been uh, pretty good. We we didn't uh, we didn't get too many bets out in the AFL, but uh, we got and and Mother, I, I think on my biggest one, Mother and I were opposed. So, two men enter, one man leaves. Pope, you know how it goes. Uh, but the boys there um, doing the job for us in the NRL. So, looking forward to a big week of Anzac Round footy in both codes. Modler, could you do the honors? Certainly can. Gamble responsibly. More importantly, gamble to win.